Hey, this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultramarathon Man, and you are listening to the November Project Fitcast. Hello, and welcome to the November Project Fitcast. I am Kay Selk, and I am joined by Fonz. <laughs> Apparently, we're still joined by Dean Carnassus, the Ultramarathon <laughs> Man. Ultramarathons are amazing events. I got to experience one. So oh, you've done one. them? Uh, no, I, no way. No fucking way I've done an ultra. Oh, okay. Wait, oh, that's uh, explicit tag again this week, I uh, guess. Oh, man. That's <laughs> okay. five weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. So, ultramarathon, man. So, an ultramarathon is anything that's longer than a marathon. Anything that's longer than... 26.2 miles. Right, and I think it's, what, 50 Ks, 100 Ks, 100 miles? 50 miles, 100 miles. What do they go up to? Like, do people run thousands of miles besides Scott Urich that did the entire Appalachian Trail? I have no idea. They'll just run forever, I assume. I, I'm sure they will. There's well, a Marathon Monks. Have you heard about the Marathon Monks? No, what is that? You need to Google the Marathon Monks and see what they monks do. Monks that do ultras? They do. It's out in... It, they, they literally... Not ultras. They do like 100 marathons in like a year. Like it's... Seriously, so, this is what they do. like Dean Carnassus. Kind <laughs> <laughs> like Dean Carnassus, but... but monks. And a religious thing, so... Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, so that's what, you know, ultras and marathons. Kaysoff, what have you been up to? I, well, so we're talking about the ultramarathon man and yeah. one of my favorite ultramarathon men, besides Dean Carnassus, of course, right. is Scott Urich that did, he ran the entire Appalachian Trail, he set the world record for it. And this weekend I was fortunate enough to walk 15 miles of, of walk, that trail. 15 miles of the Appalachian <laughs> of trail. trail. Fantastic. Yeah, which was a lot of fun. We, uh, my boyfriend and I hiked up to Clingman's Dome, which is the highest point in the Appalachians. It's like 6,300 feet or something, not very high, but it was cool. It was a fun experience. Man, is that a technical trail? Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Like it's, there's just a lot of stuff in your way and there's, it's never even at any point. Um, but it was, it was a lot of fun. It was tough. And the, when we got to the, you figure you get to the highest point of the Appalachian Trail, it'd be this beautiful outlook. Right. It was so cloudy, we couldn't even see two feet in front of us. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> oh, no. So you missed, you missed the views. See, we couldn't see to the other end of like the little tourist area. Oh. It was so cloudy. So that sucked. Um, but my, my boyfriend made it. He's still alive. All right. That's fair. Place. You're clearly still alive because uh, you're here recording. Alive. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So I got to experience one small piece of the an ultra marathon. Yeah. Of the <laughs> Appalachian fair. trail, but I haven't done any ultras myself. Oh, that's fair. So I got to travel this weekend. Have you done any traveling? Or are uh, you going to get to do No, I've been here, but we did have some, uh, a few guests from the mothership stay at my house and, uh, yeah, enjoy folks. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's, it was a great time. They came, they did a bunch of November project, uh, workouts, uh, I think I saw them at one of the workouts. It was the lift a beer with your right hand workout, lift a beer with your left hand. <laughs> no, but they actually did go to the workouts too. But they yes. came out with us, which was fun. Yes, they did. It, it was great. It was great to have. Uh, it was great to have them here. Um, Holly and Tony are moving mm -hmm. to San Francisco. They just moved according they are, to Facebook. They just got hey there. Hey guys, 
Hi, Holly and Tony. <laughs> yeah, they, they made it across the country. They stopped at a bunch of NP workouts on yeah, the way. Yeah, they did. Um, and, uh, yeah, their, their friend came along as well, and it was great. It was great. Everybody uh, everybody had a good time while they were here, and off they go. And where so, did they stay? Uh, right here at my house. They did. Well, You're that's so what nice. happened. Well, Tommy, it's, it's November Project. It's the family. Like, oh, it is. You know, if you're traveling somewhere, if you're hashtag traverable in another city, just reach out and somebody will, if you know somebody or somebody will uh, give you a ride to the workout or let you stay at their place, that's how that's how the family works. So, so that sounds like a fun weekend. What yeah. else has been going on? What happened last weekend? I was out at Hennepin, Illinois. Oh, man. For an what ultra. A, what a bustling metropolis <laughs> it was it was it was a hundred mile race on a canal uh near the quad cities actually iowa is probably closer to hennepin than you know chicago or anything okay, around so here pretty in the rural basically yeah it what was, the hell were you doing out there who's important enough for you to watch <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere uh well my wonderful girlfriend slash primary guest today on the podcast oh, kelly was right doing here, the isn't she? she was doing the 50 mile as well we all started a november project team we did we did yes 100 mile 100 mile relay uh five by 20 not quite five by twenty, but um, I, yeah, I heard there was some was five, shuffling yeah, of the so, responsibilities. Yeah. Somebody ran twenty-seven miles. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 catch we'll All get right, the, we'll, we'll get to we'll that a little bit. That. Uh, but yes, yeah, so no, it was an amazing event. Hennepin Trail was an a, a incredible. Is very well organized. Um, and we, putting together a hundred mile race. It has to be incredibly difficult, right? I like you've got to do it out in a rural place like that. It'd be really hard to do a hundred mile race. Yeah, I mean, it takes it takes area. well over a day, plus all the different stops and aid stations and police and fire and security, all that stuff has got to be very difficult to coordinate. So, um, yeah, so that's where I was last weekend. It was an amazing experience, and that's our main topic for today. Let's get to it. All right, so um, we actually have the. Third place in her age group winner today. Oh my gosh. I didn't know we were so lucky. We are. Uh, welcome, welcome, Kelly. Kelly Hi. Rice. <laughs> the one and only in person. Hello. Welcome to welcome to the FitCast. Thank you for having me. Uh, this was only a couple days ago. How are you feeling now? Are you still a little tired? Um, you sore? know, I feel really good today. If you've ever, like my muscles don't really ache, but if you've ever had shin splints, like that deep bone Ooh. muscle ache it's kind of feels like your bone but it's your muscle where it, that's what i have in my thigh when i like go up and down stairs or try to run but i just give a couple more days it'll be fine i All feel right. i feel really good fantastic wow stairs now that's she feels okay. really good after running 50 miles <laughs> Superwoman. Yeah, and cherry mentally, juice, tart cherry juice. Tart okay. cherry juice. Right. Is that cherry juice you're drinking right now? It is white grape, <laughs> white grape, white grape juice. fermented white cherry juice. <laughs> white grape juice. Fantastic. Well, you deserve it. You absolutely <laughs> earned you. it. Fantastic. So uh, before, let's talk a little bit about the race. So before okay. the race, um, yeah, there's some mental preparation, right? Like you're, oh, yeah. you're approaching the starting line. Let's oh, I think the mental preparation for like the six months before. But yes, I'm approaching the starting Let's line. Let's start right and... now. We'll go back to the training a little later. Let's talk about the... the, the <laughs> we just... have an agenda I here. I was obsessing about this race. Yes. Let's wait, wait, wait a, a tick-tock right now here. Let's back up. Talk to me about your feelings as you're going into the starting line. You're like, here we are. It's, you know, it's I was fun. pretty calm going into the starting line. I, I was relatively calm. There's always that party that's like, what am I about to do? Um, 
but I was calm and I was alert. I felt good. And that's why it was so shocking. I was like really excited. All right. Um, that when I started running, I realized this is not going to be a good running day. Oh no. How, did, how long did well, you wasn't going to be well, a good day? You had 50 I, miles I got to run. caught up with people that were like, so in ultras, at least for me, you got to take it slow. And I was caught up in the excitement of trying to keep, I wasn't really trying to keep up with people, but I was um, in a conversation with a nice lady who was going too fast for me for the pace I wanted to keep for the race. And I kind of had to wait till someone else came up to talk to her. And then I backed off and sort of disappeared. <laughs> like I'm out. Um, so I would say a mile, mile and a half in is when I realized um, the effort I was putting forth didn't match up to what was going on in my Garmin mm. pace wise. And I, I all of a sudden felt very discouraged because I had oh, 50 no. more miles to go. <laughs> yes. 48 and, and a half. I was Come on, don't exaggerate. <laughs> wow, I'm going to have one of those days today? Because we've all had one of those days where your legs oh, yeah. just won't yeah. move. Now, granted, I had some stomach issues the day before that may have contributed to, you know, my, my energy level being a what? You're not the first November Project person to have digestive issues. <laughs> <laughs> it don't we have not, a song about that? We it do. It was not pretty, but I mean, I, I felt good at the start of the race, and that's why it was uh, so shocking. Your beautiful bones. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, uh, so it was a tough start for you. It was a tough start. Um, uh, I, I, you know, there were people um, kayaking along the canal to cheer us on, which is wonderful. Um, but no matter what, I just could not pull myself out of my race funk. Mm. Um, I would say it took a good 32 miles to get warmed up. 32 miles? That's, a, that's like 50K. <laughs> Wait, 32 meters. Mile. Like two miles. I was oh, not, 32 miles. I was not feeling myself until mile 32. Oh, my God. That's, that's most than more people listening to this podcast. Like, of those I, eight people listening to our podcast. I biked that. Don't. I, I, I biked that last weekend. <laughs> that is the beauty of an ultramarathon. <laughs> All right. So what happened at mile 32? I just want to, you, you run a 5K, you, in the first 10 seconds, you can mess up your whole race, right? That's true. 50-mile race, you can mess up the first 32 miles and still be okay, right? Apparently. <laughs> Third-place so. third winner. Of my age group, yeah. <laughs> um, so something around mile 32, um, it was the Christmas at July, Christmas in July aid station, which, who doesn't love Christmas? It was a fun. It's, it's hot out. Everyone's sick and tired of, like, being hot and being thirsty, and all yeah. of a sudden, there's Santa Claus and riding there my handsome boyfriend was there. <laughs> I um, handsome. Yeah. Oh, oh, fun. He, was there, he was there all day for me. Um, and I changed my socks and I slammed some Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Woohoo! Oh, how about stuff, that? By the way, they're not a sponsor of this. They are not no. yet. yet. I cannot endorse them, but that stuff works. Um, I slammed some Mountain Dew, and then I told myself, you know what? This is really just an 18-mile race. You had a 32-mile warm-up. Let's do it. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Oh, my God. And I who think it... Oh, go on. I'm sorry. Who does a 32-mile warm-up for an 18-mile race? Oh Apparently, God. the 50-mile is my distance because it takes 32 miles to <laughs> really get going. Well, fantastic. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I stepped up my pace the last 18 miles, a good minute and a half to two minutes a mile. Wow. Um, and I went from, I think when I was at the 32-mile mark, I was probably ninth out of my age group um, when I look at the stats, so I was way behind. Um, but somehow I finished strong, and when I got to the finish line, I found out that Dallas Fisher, um, also friend, in November Project, also yeah. in November Project, had, had won 
second in her age group and I was just amazed it was her first 50 as well fantastic and she was raising money for Team Paws I was raising money for the Eisenberg Foundation which oh my gosh um, does research for gastrointestinal cancer um so I was so proud of her and all of a sudden Shelly Cook one of the race organizers walks up to me and says here's your trophy you're the third place finisher in your age group what was your reaction to that <laughs> and then I have said, an explicit tag. It's all good. And all right, I cool. Said, now, are there only three people in my age group? Because <laughs> I could not figure out with how miserable the first 32 miles of my race was, how that was. Now, when I say it was miserable, I, the race was awesome. The aid stations were awesome. The volunteers were awesome. That all kept me going. But, like, my performance was down. Um, I was just shocked. I couldn't believe it. You are incredible. Now, Dallas, who came in second, had an hour and 11 lead over the third place finisher, which is me. Which is you. Okay. Which is a huge lead. And then the person that came in fourth was only two minutes behind me. I didn't know how precarious you positioning was there. For fifth place finisher was like four places behind me. So it wasn't like... Well, here's the thing. I got lucky. I got very lucky. If I can if I can step in here, I was I had my bike. One of the great things about this race is that they allowed bikes on the on the course. So I wasn't allowed to you pace. Just couldn't pace right? I wasn't on pace any any runners, but uh I could shoot back and forth and see different runners. And I remember at, at 32, Kelly had a longer uh, a longer, a longer stop at the aid station to change socks and get some nutrition. We'll talk about what Wait, you ate. Okay, change socks and went over. Anyways, well, this is what this is what ultras do. Like they change clothes. Some people intend to take naps. I think it was more mental than anything. I felt okay. refreshed. Okay. So I kind of had an idea of like the people in the area because I'd go from aid station to aid station, waiting for the group to come through, and every aid station, the people who had come before Kelly. At the next aid station, they were just behind. So I just saw just picking off people. Bam, 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 bam. Every aid station. It was I amazing. Had, I had no idea. It was, yeah. <laughs> I assumed I was like three hours behind everyone else at that point. Think if you had 33 bad miles, <laughs> you would not have placed. I would not have placed. Probably not. It was, that, not it was that Christmas. Thank you. Thank you for the Christmas, Christmas in, in July. July. And here's the, the key to these races is you don't think about the entire distance, right? I had 10 aid stations and I was like, okay, three down, seven to go. And I only had to make it to 10 aid stations. And for the last 18 miles, my... When I was starting to feel good, I'm like, okay, just get to the next aid station as fast as you can. Slam some more Mountain Dew, which is mm-hmm. magic. Hey, caffeine and sugar. Then run to the next aid station as fast as you can. If you bonk, who cares? If you puke, who cares? Because of the Mountain Dew. Might wow. Puke. This is what ultra is. I was ultra just like, I'm going to go about. for it. You know? I'm going to go for it. And it really helped to see some friends out there. Can I give some shout outs? Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out whoever you want. All right, so around mile 32, it could have been that I saw Randy Kreil. He's a fellow vegan, plant-based athlete. He's a 100-miler. He was running the 100 miles in sandals, which is amazing to me. And he, running in sandals, got a PR by two and a half hours that day. Wait, hold on. He wore sandals for 100 miles? Sandals for 100 miles. I can't even walk walk out of my bedroom without wearing my shoes. I have blisters just thinking about that. This guy is amazing. And he was there along with Dave Wiskowski, who is another vegan plant-based runner that I've been friends with on Facebook. And they've both been very supportive to me all along because I've had some setbacks in my training. They both encouraged me. They both give me fabulous nutrition advice. So seeing friends, I think, 
absolutely helped. Um, I want to give a shout out to Racine Lambert, who finished her first 100-mile race oh that God. day, finishing second Whoa. in her age group. I'm sorry, can we postpone this while I go take a nap? <laughs> <laughs> She finished second, um, and then I met Adrienne Miranda on the course. She was amazing. She she crushed her first 100-mile race that day. These people, So I'm surrounded. You guys think 50 is far? No, it All is. All day I was surrounded by people running 100 miles who completely amazed me. And then um, Amy Briggs was a volunteer at the Flatlanders aid, Flatlanders aid Station, which was an awesome aid station, by the way. They had shots of Jack Daniels. That was and a fun one. I saw the photos of that. <laughs> I spent a lot of time at that aid station, not only for you, but for one of our relay members that was there when uh, when Becca came through. But we'll get back to that. But so yes. all the aid stations were fabulous. I just I had some friends at the Flatlander aid station, and Amy Briggs really helped me out. She filled my water bottle quickly, got me out of there. Now she was there all day, and this is why I love running ultras. People, it's just like a family. We're not drinking <laughs> beer here. There's absolutely <laughs> no alcohol happen? going on. She, at 9 p.m., post, posted on Facebook, I'm just waiting for Racine to come around the bend at mile 60.7 to run the rest of the race with her. So starting at 9 o'clock, she had a 40-mile run. She was going to start 40-mile warm-up, not for her own race, but to help someone else get to the finish line. So she was out all day, all night, all morning, and she is also, she is also amazing. And I just wanted to give everyone like her that day that was out there pacing people, volunteering. You guys are all amazing. So. Well, ultra ultra running is apparently an entirely different thing than what most people are are used to. No, so. it's 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 really a community. It's a family, and like the reason I would do another one is just that feeling you have with the people out there. This now, is so cool. I'm so glad that we have an episode dedicated to this because I'm learning so much. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, ultra we're not, running. don't worry, we're not done with you though. There's other. Yeah, oh no, there's <laughs> plenty. So there's other ultra. Uh, sort of ultra specific requirements uh -huh. because you know I've run five k's, ten k's, half marathons, uh, half, half Ironmans, Iron yeah. And nutrition is something that's kind of important. Yeah, yeah. But to we're done in like thirty minutes, one hour, two hours. In my right. case, five and a half, six hours for the for the. For an ultra marathon, 50 mile race, you need to have actual meals. And you keep talking about all these plant based vegan athletes. Yeah, right. Kelly, now, you're vegan. Okay, so. Tell me about this. So now, you know, like Dave Wachowski, Wachowski, he's doing like green smoothies. He's super healthy. Randy's super healthy, plant based. And I did, in fact, resort to Mountain Dew. So I, okay. wouldn't, I wouldn't put no it shame, girl. Hey, that works. I'm was, pretty sure I Mountain Dew is vegan. Jack Daniels. <laughs> but no, I mean, early in the race, I was doing um, Cliff Organic. Cliff has a line of like these organic, more more real food type um, type type things, other than the gels, where it's like this uh, mango, banana, coconut puree thing. I was doing their sweet potato packets they have now. Oh, good, you ate that. They're trying to, do, yeah, and it's kind of that sweet potato thing's kind of gross, but the salt's kind of satisfying. Um, the stations have fruit, like orange slices were heaven at mile twenty five. Um, peanut butter and jelly was amazing. Yeah, PB and J. I even I do that for Mara. I'm not I'm not vegan, but that's that's PB and J is kind of perfect. I may have had some nutty butters. Um, All right, that's you know, fair. Is that kind of junk food dish for you? They're vegan. They just look good. <laughs> I, just, look good. I was like, I'm gonna try this because at that point, you know, I was willing to try anything. My now, how was the race? How was the race director? How how did that go? Were they very accommodating for oh, your vegan? Oh my God, Michelle Hartwick. 
Hartwig and Shelly Cook. So Michelle really wanted to make sure that there were options for people who are vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free. And when you're running out there, you can only carry so much of your own food. Right. And only so much fresh food when you're given your drop bag off the day before. And in drop bags are bags of um, supplies you can leave, you know, at mile 20, mile 32, you know, if you need to pop a blister, put on fresh socks, grab some food. Um, they were amazing. They had an entirely vegan aid station. Whoa. At mile 19, I think it was. Um, and I, of course, had the foresight to pack um, Ziploc bags, and I just had fines loading the bags with bean rolls and Scott, your <laughs> friend of the year. And I'm like, just bring these. I can't. I'm not really hungry for these. Bring them to mile 32 for me. I'll be your bitch. Yeah. No, it was. Thank you. It was, it was awesome. So I had a bean roll at mile 32. That might have contributed to me turning things around a little bit, some real food. They, they were amazing. This was the most organized race I have ever done. Oh, fantastic. It's got to they had GPS links. Well, how many years have they done this, this race? This is the first year. That sounds fact, nearly impossible. The fact that they did it so well the first year in a point-to-point race, so a lot of ultras, maybe not a lot, but a lot of them are loops or out and backs, so you don't need as many aid stations. Imagine okay. the number of aid stations they need for a point-to-point race for a 100-mile race yeah, or a 50-mile race. So anybody out there that's thinking of dipping their toe in the ultra marathon pool? Nope. The Hennepin. <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. The Hennepin <laughs> no. 100 or the Hennepin 50. Not interested. Or the relay. It is the best place to start, especially if you're here in Chicago. It's like a two-hour drive. It's a flat but scenic course. Very well organized. Um, great for, aid stations. Great aid stations. For people who are seasoned ultra marathoners, it's also the perfect race if you want to get a PR. Yeah, get your PR. Because most ultras are in the mountains. They're on the Appalachian yeah. Trail. They're on technical nope. trails. Um, that's a whole nother beast. So this was just really well organized through and through. I cannot thank Michelle Hartwig enough and all the volunteers. And let's not forget the free... Hugs from a MILF. The, I did. You know what? I went to aid station number I nine, I need believe to it hear was. about that when I was struggling through my run, well, trying to get me jealous. All right, don't break up. Things. We're on the air. It was one of those deals where there's a MILF there. You know, she's got a sign that <laughs> Wait, says... Wait, was, was it Terry Malselk? It was not Terry Malselk. Oh, she wasn't there. <laughs> but if she was... No, it was, it was not. It was Erica. Uh, I was very happy to be greeted... By a MILF giving out free hugs at it one of the aid stations. It was my good friend Erica Wagner, and she's a total MILF. Yeah. Hashtag story <laughs> checks out. <laughs> but it, it was great. It was a great aid station. Actually, I, I was only there for a short period of time because I went aid station to aid station, cheering on Kelly, and then on my bike, flying past her. I was not able to stop and chat with her during the run because Kelly I was worried about... Do not disqualify me. Right. <laughs> You cannot have bicycle pacers. So I would go up and say hello and then I'm like, get, get the out, hell out, get of here. out of here. Now. So I'd go to the next aid station and wait. Fortunately, aid station nine, I had a MILF to hug and she's like, <laughs> have a beer, have some food. I'm like, I will enjoy a beer here. And okay, if there's beer in Jack Daniels at the aid station, yeah. that actually <laughs> might convince me to start running ultras. Now, that is the Flatlanders aid station, and the Flatlanders is a local running club of ultramarathoners and trail runners, and they kick ass. Scott Coomer kind of heads it up, and they were amazing. All the aid stations were amazing, but I love seeing my friends out there. It was a great, it was a great race. It was a, the 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 finish line. The excitement was incredible. Seeing you just blow by and pick off other people was pretty freaking. No, I was probably 
picking off a hundred miles that milers that were trained that were pacing for a hundred miles. Stop it! Yes, you're you were picking you're off done. lots of people. <laughs> you're done. Any, uh, so before we move on, so just tell. Did you have any other unexpected challenges either during or after the race that you had? Well, I was very prepared in a lot of ways, and I did apply um, body glide almost everywhere you would think to. Ninety-nine percent of your body, for, body so that you don't glide. chafe. For anti-chafing, and I didn't have any chafing, so I th- thought until I went to go pee. Okay, what happened <laughs> when you peed? Your... Oh my god, the, Ow! the labial <laughs> chafing or the butt no, chafing? it was butt chafing. Butt chafing. Yeah, that'll happen. Hashtag butt chafing. Hashtag butt chafing. i that level of butt chafe ever. I just, I guess they have, and I, you know what, they have butt chafe wipes at the pre-race meeting. <laughs> Wait, well, hold on. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that sentence ever in my entire life. Butt at the previous meeting, but I kind of just stared at him like, what? It's like, where yeah, on your you butt? Do, I didn't know they were for the actual crack. As a, as a cyclist, <laughs> I'm confused by this statement. Like, <laughs> oh my God, that's incredible well, and terrible. And Sorry. also terrible. Oh, well, well. That was a post-race thing, but you seem to be in good spirits only a couple I'm days after the race. I'm in great spirits. You got your um, sleep. I thought this might be a bucket list item, and when I got to the finish line, I honestly felt like I could still run if I had to. Um, so 100K is next, another 50-miler for sure. And seeing Racine Lambert's finish line photo and the look on her face, I might do 100. I saw you doing jumping jacks only if as you're finishing Lambert the paces me. You hear that, Racine? All right. If you're listening, just bring it on. <laughs> So wow. I just want to add, because I feel like we're wrapping up here. So the same day that you ran your 50-miler was when Johnny and I did our 15-miler on the Appalachian Trail. That is, that is no, hard. No, stop. Stop. I'm not done. Okay. And so we're on the Appalachian Trail, and we're like, oh, this sucks. It's cloudy. It's cold. <laughs> and I remembered. I was like, Kelly's probably at mile 30 right now. And she is hurting way worse than I am, so I'm not allowed to complain about anything. So let me just tell you that you and every other ultra runner out there, you are an inspiration to me. Did you send a supportive text at about my? I may have sent a a couple. (laughs) Well, actually, no. I I had no phone service there, but (laughs) I know that I sent. I sent a lot of good vibes and text messages before (laughs) that. But seriously, I was like, why am I complaining about walking 10 miles on an uneven trail when Kelly is running 50? But I was running 50 at a medium slow pace on a very flat, comfortable trail. You're incredible. And then you picked Doesn't matter. You're incredible. Oh, man. I was even checking Facebook. I was running so slow. And Ed Cook, another fellow flatmate, was like, put your phone away. I was going to say the same thing. And I was, I was getting text message. the relay team. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the fact that you were in communication and also the fact that you uh, you really picked it up in that last 18 woot, miles. Woot. So it was great. So, Thank you. Um, yeah. So any other questions for Kelly, old KSL? I... I have a lot of questions on how she is so superwomanish, but we'll save those for when we're yes. just together. The two. It's yeah. really Maybe. just really just Mountain Dew. That's all you. Would you know. Would okay. you be willing to come back for a? Because I know you're you're big into nutrition. Would you I be willing to come back nutrition. for a, a an episode on the. Uh, on, uh, nutrition. Yeah, maybe nutrition for runners or for recovery for athletic for athletes. Sure. Yeah. Sounds like a great idea. All well. Right. Thanks for joining us today, Thank and, you and you're welcome me. to stick around. We Thank actually you, Kelly. have uh, there's All more right. on the race we have to talk about. Okay, I'll stick off. around. Yeah. 
So we are also joined by one of our November Project Relay members. So there were a lot of races going on. We talked about this. There were a lot of races going on in Hennepin. There was a 100-mile, the 50-mile, and there were also some relays going on, the 100-mile relay. Five people run approximately 20 miles <laughs> each is what it ended up Five being. by 20, they let you do whatever you wanted. They let yeah, you do whatever you want, apparently. Plus but, minus seven miles. Plus or minus seven miles on that 20. But we are joined by Linton, who is one of our core members. Um, Linton, you were part of the relay group. Who else was in that relay? Um, Hello, everyone. Hi, Kristen. Hi. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. Um, Yeah, it is is, uh, me, um, Matt Martin, Caitlin Clark, Becca, how do you pronounce her last name? Menke. 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 And um, Thomas. And our, our good friend, Thomas. Uh, who, our, our who, best friend, who is Thomas. now our, one of our best friends, um, <laughs> although none of us had met him before Saturday. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, but he's me, a flatlander. Me, Matt, uh, Caitlin, and Becca all uh, part of November Project Chicago. And uh, we were one short for our team. So um, Kelly had reached out to her flatlanders um, group, and uh, Thomas stepped up and and, uh, and filled that spot for us. Well, not only did he step up, but yeah. he stepped up and ran by himself in the dark much farther than everyone else ran. Right. So we could we <laughs> change over at the aid stations. And just because of how they were spaced out, um, all of the first four legs ended up running around 18 miles, um, which gave us a deficit of about seven miles <laughs> uh, going into five. <laughs> Um, and uh, Thomas picked up the slack. Uh, <laughs> and he did. And, and, By himself and in he, the dark. 27 miles. He ran 27 miles. <laughs> uh, he's, his leg started at 4.30, so half of it was in the dark. Um, so, yeah, Thomas ran with the headlamp for, for the two and a half hours. <laughs> he did. Oh, my God. That was, that was a, a, an amazing experience. And I got to, being on the bike, I got to see not only our 50-mile finisher here, Kelly, and Dallas, um, but yeah, I we also had two 50 mile finishers and a whole relay team. And so an entire relay rock. team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just seeing, just seeing all that, that going on in the race was amazing. And thank you to the Hennepin, uh, hundred sort of squad allowing me to be cruising around on bike to see that. Um, but also to, uh, to allow these teams to, to come out and enjoy the event. So yeah, it, was great. it was a lot of fun. Um, my first time around an ultra, uh, as, as it was for, um, the three other members of November Project Chicago, um, you know, we're all used to marathon distance or shorter. So uh, we were just talking afterward about how you know, the attitude is so much different um, between marathons and shorter distances versus ultras. Ultras are a lot more chill and laid back. Um, you know, yeah. we were blowing through aid stations, grabbing, you know, cups to drink on the run, whereas, you know, hanging around the aid stations afterward, we saw what the real ultra marathons do, which is <laughs> just hang out, chill out, you know, chat to the people at the aid station. It's um, rude not to. Uh, well, as we found out after, we, we didn't know anything. We're rude, but we're winners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because taking a minute when you're running for 24 hours right, isn't going to hurt you. Up. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, gosh. But we were winners. So, so there's that. We yeah, you guys up, won uh, the entire relay division. November, right? November Project represented very well. I'm not going to lie. I was the captain of the team. That's and? it. I, 
Uh, yeah, I didn't race. Why would I race? Like, I got... Your quote-unquote plantar fasciitis. Yeah, yeah, He's same lying. thing. This He's is lying. the This is the uh, recurring theme in this thing is yeah, my you were, lack you were of plantar fasciitis. Yes, but I, I was subbed out for much faster people, much like a few of our members were subbed out for much faster people, including Lynn, who uh, you ran 18 miles. What was your time? Or 19? I think I took your spot. Yes, Lynn. Oh, Lynn, so, Lynn, so Lynn, what, what was your pace um, per mile? I, I ran a little over two hours for, for the 80s. So it was um, about 720. 720. Oh, oh Fonz, what oh. would you run that in? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I would have finished. So. <laughs> a DNF. I don't think I would have been a <laughs> Where's my bike? <laughs> wow, so that's like 25 seconds per mile fast, slower than your marathon time. Um, correct. Wow. Through the trail, so though. Trail. Good, but that's a so, pretty good training run. Uh, yeah, trail. so, uh, like, most of us, um, are doing full marathons. Uh, I think all of us are doing Chicago, the Chicago Marathon in about a month. Um, yeah. So, this, it was, we use it as a good opportunity to, um, get our, our, um, you know, 18 to 20 mile long run in. Just before the race. Yeah, it was actually Whatever. perfect timing for Chicago, and they may it have... Was. They may have planned that intentionally for that, but it, it did really work out nicely. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah, it was, um, we all ran, you know, still kind of within our long range, uh, our long run pace, uh, probably on the faster side of that, but, you know, approximately uh, marathon pace plus 10%. Perfect. Fantastic. Awesome. So now a uh, couple things about the race. So um, I've seen your training schedule and it, kind of matches marathon training schedules but you do a lot more miles per week than a lot of people i've seen doing marathons do you think yeah. is that maybe pre-ultra training or why do you do those extra miles <laughs> um well i i just found that they've they've helped me a lot for for marathons um for the first few marathons that i that i'd done i'd maxed out at like 40 or 50 a week um in the last two years i've been maxing out at around 70. Wow. Um, that is an ultra schedule, by the and, way. And uh, I've never run an ultra. I you ran more miles feel, than I did training for the 50. Uh, I feel like I probably will uh, run ultras one someday. Very but, nice. But for right now, um, you know, I, I'm still... Still doing okay at the marathon. Still improving. So I feel well, like... Well, yeah. I mean, you want, keep, you want to... That. You're not... A, you're, you're as young as an old guy gets... How old are you, Lynn? I'm 37. 37, You're yeah. You're still the oldest guy here, Fonz. Oh, and I will probably be forever on this podcast unless we get some other people on. But Lynn runs like a young guy. That's the thing. He like, does. He's, he's... He, well, he's a sub three-hour... I'm going to brag about you, Lynn. 259, 259 he's if you listen to the last podcast. He's a sub three-hour marathoner. How many marathons have you run? Um, I ran my, my 10th this year. 10. I was going to say be, 10. Yeah. So, so you've run 10 marathons. What's your favorite distance? Is marathon your favorite distance? It is. Um, yeah, it's just, there's so many challenges to it. There's so many variables. Um, some of which you can control, some of which you cannot. Um, and it's, it's a challenging distance. Uh, it's, it's fast enough to be really hard, but it's, it's also really long. See, that's what I consider a 10K to be, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, God, you, you need to pick up your distances. You need to learn this ten, long ten distance K's running. 10Ks are hard. 10Ks are really hard. I've done hard. marathons. One. Two. Oh, you did two. Five. That's um, fair. That's fair. Um, But I, I, that's I, just I, incredible. I hate the 10K. It's it's a tough distance. Why? It's, because it's... Because you have to run... It's it's fast. It's... it's um. 
you know, you think you should be able to run around 5k speed, but it's twice the distance. So you're going to be hurting in, 20, in mile, mile 10, four and five. 10, 15 seconds per mile slower. Yeah. But I mean, you run, yeah, you run like a 655 pace for 26 miles. So I, so I know some of your training runs, you, you run some of your quote unquote recovery runs at my normal run pace, like at an eight minute pace. Um, yeah. Um, well, uh, easy pace is, is around eight, uh, recovery probably a little slower than that. I, I, I take my recovery runs pretty seriously. So, um, to get your mileage up, like to, you were saying yeah, before. Yeah, to, to get my mileage up. So yeah, recovery runs are a great way to, um, get, get miles on your legs without doing like additional damage before your next hard run. Fantastic. Yeah. So when did you start doing marathons? I ran my first one in 2010. 2010. So you've so been doing it for five, five years. Five years. Yep. Started. Wow, that's actually not that long. Uh, not that long. No, my, my first one was um, was a 3:55. So I'm hoping at, at some point wow. to get under 2:55 and you know can say that I Jeez. beat my, my, my first <laughs> my first one by an hour. Well, you're oh running Chicago this year, right? We're running Chicago this year. I don't know that 2:55 is going to happen. I think this it will. year, but uh, yeah, I can get close. You you've been doing we'll a see. lot of work on the track. I know I've seen you on the track, so mm -hmm. you can definitely do it. You've been out on the track doing sprint workouts. Um, yeah, yeah, intervals um, for marathons. Um, you know, not as important as for shorter distances, but um, you can get a good, um, um, you know, thousand meter, twelve hundred meters. It's 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 a good. Distance for marathon training um, because it's it'll um, improve your you know your VO two max, but um, also it's 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 for long enough to where you're not going all out. You know, Got you, it. You, you, you never do two hundred meter, three hundred meter, four hundred meter uh, repeats Got for it. marathon training. I think so. Funs, you and I are the ones that plan the sprint workouts. I think we need to do we what? need to replan our sprint workouts. According to what Lynn's saying, Lynn well, doesn't come. He doesn't come to our sprint rockers. Well, no, but he runs sub three-hour marathons. Well, because you guys doing uh, the shorter sprints, those are great for shorter distances. Right. If you're training exactly. for a five k or a ten k, okay. um, then that is what you should do. Yeah, and pre mm -hmm. and pre NP sprint Tuesdays are oh, solid yeah. the way they are. We love the Salkus. 100 at the end. The Selkis 100. The Selkis 100 at the yeah. end. That's great. We yeah. do a 100 meter sprint, which you're saying we yeah. shouldn't do. So you're training for the week. You have one track workout? Um, so over the course of the, the training cycle, um, we start out with um, with tempo runs okay. as, as the hard workout for the week. Um, and those are um anywhere between four miles and seven miles at tempo at, pace at tempo pace at lactate threshold Jeez. pace uh which is approximately Jeez. half marathon a little faster than half marathon pace um and uh and then there's a few um marathon pace workouts as well the, the, the hardest one uh is 18 with 12 at marathon pace um do you warm up with the six? Um, I, 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 I do, you know, I split them up. So I, it's um, three miles at, at the start and three miles at the end or four miles okay. at the start and two miles at the end for, for cool down. Wow. Oh, my God. 
That sounds I'm feeling amazing. very inadequate. Why did we even bring them here? I have no idea. Kelly, what do you think about this? Well, I'm just listening to what he puts into his training, and I'm thinking a 50K on the lakefront would be no big deal to you. And That's 31 miles. And do you know about the lakefront 50-50? Oh, someone's trying to recruit I, you, Linton. I, I've, I've heard of it. Um, you? It's, <laughs> it's, the it's, it's only a few like weeks after the, the marathon. Yeah, so, big, yeah, that's three weeks to recover. Um, so thirty-one miles is a long recovery. It's a yeah. It's probably a little a little too soon. Maybe you need to um, slow down, chill out at the aid stations a little bit. Well, chillax. Yeah, maybe now that chillax. I know what what the, the the attitude is at ultras, um, you could still that, dominate. That, that could be that could be fun. Cut back and scale back a little bit in your pace. I think. Okay. I'll think about it. All right. Okay, Fantastic. so Linton, I'm at the most important question that I'm going to ask you. So we've asked you about. Your experience at the relay. We've asked you about your training, um, your your future plans for races, which you you will do. In all Is this about dogs awesome. or cats? Um, well, okay, so I didn't mention <laughs> that we actually have a third guest here who is Kiku, Linton's dog, Linton's adorable Shiba Inu. Oh my I, gosh, think, I think Kiku's Kiku's oh, best dog. She's, she's, she's Kiku'd out. <laughs> I gave her um, too much ham for my pizza. I know, you, you Anyhow, gave her that one piece of ham. So we actually have three question. guests here today, um, but... What I was going to ask you, which is, this is the most important question. Finish your beer. I don't know what I'm talking about either. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Linton is notorious for his clothing choices while he is training. Yeah. If you ever see... Um, a short Asian man on the lakefront that has multicolored short shorts on. <laughs> Hashtag weatherproof. Hashtag weatherproof in any weather. It might be Linton or it might be this other guy that I actually saw the other day. There's a, another one. I have a twin. Yes, there's another <laughs> I one. I have a short shorts twin. Yes. Um, but so it's probably Linton because you have so many different colored short shorts. Yes. Talk about that. This is this is Really important. Is there a specific temperature where you give up the short shorts, or is there no temperature? Um, I used to think it was around 10 degrees. Um, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. No, no, not this centigrade but, Celsius, not this bullshit, Celsius from bullshit from Edmonton people. Which, Nadim. Yeah. I, I grew up with a, with a centigrade scale. So. <laughs> but um, no, 10 degrees Fahrenheit uh, was my cutoff, but there were a few days this winter that I wore the shorts below, below 10. <laughs> Really I've seen it. Really depends on what the wind chill is. Oh my god! And in November, we're on the lake here in Chicago, yeah, so the wind is—it's windy. So yeah, I don't yeah. think I think I've seen you once with and and it wasn't without the short shorts. It was with spandex below the short shorts. You still had the short shorts on. So I no no <laughs> yeah I don't wear shorts over tights. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. It was it was your twin. It was the other. It was, probably, it was, it was probably the other one the, along the, the, the lake front. The other one of us. We will find you, by the way. <laughs> yes. Other Welcome to man. November Project Six Twenty Eight at the Totem Pole. Um, so I've seen a lot of designs on the short shorts. I've seen the pink and orange, the, like the, swirly. The, the, the the yeah, the tie-dyed yeah. ones. I I think. Personally, I think those are my favorite. What is your favorite short short design? Um, 
Well, that one has uh, that one's special to me. The, the, the pink kaleidoscope is it um, because what that is what I wore, wore at Boston this year. It um, was. Oh, how'd you do in Boston? Um, you know, two fifty nine, fifty nine. <laughs> of course, our just, our avid just, listeners will have just, already known that. Just snuck in there. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Fantastic. It was that was a, that was a good day though. Um, wind and rain. The, the short shorts. Yeah, it was. It was a very wet race this year. So that's your favorite short shorts design. So if I were to go out and buy a pair of short shorts in your honor, mm-hmm. they should be pink kaleidoscope. Uh, with a one inch inseam. With a <laughs> one inch inseam. <laughs> what? One inch? Yeah. Uh, you don't need anything more than that. It's, you know what? They, it, it covers, that's, it that's covers all a, the business. <laughs> you know what they say about guys with one inch inseams? <laughs> I don't know. They what, run sub three hours. Yes, yes, they can run box at two fifty nine fifty nine. Oh my Wow, gosh. that's amazing. All right. Well look for the kaleidoscope pattern then. I, I'm gonna go out and buy one of those. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, Lyndon. We yeah. really appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And Kelly, is, thank yeah, you. And Kelly, thank, thank you, you again. for having was, me. I feel really inadequate in life. Right what now. do you mean? You do not. Yeah. Did you podium all the time? No, because I haven't ever... So I didn't even run my marathon fully without walking. Like, you guys are running 50 miles. And I think you Lincoln is running pace. his sub-three-hour marathon. So let's just move on so I can be depressed and I'm <laughs> drinking right now. So <laughs> so that's fair. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but what what's on the horizon, Fonz? What? Uh, well, so I have a trip planned. You do? I do. Going out. To, I'm doing an East Coast November Project trip. Oh, so, my God. Yep. Tomorrow, which is actually today for the podcast listeners, because I will not be able to publish this on iTunes tonight. <laughs> okay, go on. Mostly because of beer, and we're just going to have fun here. But yes, I will be flying out to D.C. tomorrow night, going to see a Nationals game, going to... November Project DC Friday morning. So woo, woo, let me know where to go. It is a travelable. They they move around their Fridays. So uh, I'll be doing Friday in DC. Saturday wedding in Cape Cod with Kelly Rice, who just finished her race. <laughs> um, Monday Monday Boston. Uh, I've never November done a Monday Project. Boston workout. They they changed their location for their Mondays. I'm gonna, I'm just playing it by ear the entire yeah. time. Apparently, going to a Red Sox game Monday night. Fuck yeah! And then uh, Wednesday in New York. Not only am I doing November Project, but going to see Wicked. So you know, oh, not a bad week. Not a bad week of travel. Is that your favorite musical? Of course, it's my favorite it musical. Sure is. I mean. It's going to be your favorite musical Adele if you Nazim. like Rod- Adele Dazim. Yes, I will. I will. I don't think she's still performing, but she's not. Yes, I will enjoy that. So that'll be that'll my. Be that'll be trip. the next week. Yeah, absolutely. So, what else uh, do we have coming? Well, while you are doing your East Coast trip, I think I you have a race. Be, yeah, I'll be racing ITU. I'm racing the Open Age Group Division because I'm definitely not fast enough to qualify for Worlds. So, what, tell me about ITU. So, ITU, I have a specific time goal in mind, which, thank God, because um, one of our November Project members, Emro, who we talk about a lot. Yeah, she makes every episode. I know, she does. She makes every episode. Hey, (laughs) hey, Emily. She just looked up the start list, and there are two other women 
So you'll be on the podium on Saturday. Yeah, I'm going to be on the Sunday. podium. No, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday okay. I'll be on the podium. Um, yeah, Emerald looked up the other competitors that I have, and there are only two in my age group. So, so what's your goal time? Um, so I actually want to beat our November project leader, Brendan Scully. Okay. He did a 230-50-something. 230.50, okay. Yeah, 230.50 something for his Olympic triathlon. So I want to beat that. I'm not confident that well, I'll hold beat Hold on. It, Let's but... back out here. So I've been doing the triathlon for a while. Mm-hmm. And I know. the Chicago triathlon specifically, if you look in the in the historic archives of the Chicago triathlon. Is this in a, in a library? I can... Yes, it's in a library. You'll actually have to do the microfiche maybe site what? history. Uh, I think I may have been at 230.50 in my day. Really? Long time ago. Way back when. Long time ago, That yes. is incredible. So look it up in the, in the microfiche okay, if you know so how to Okay, so I guess I have that. a new goal now. <laughs> Whatever my mysterious time Whatever is. Whatever funds is. <laughs> I, I got to go back there now. Yes, I did. I think well, I beat that. Well, I am not But anyhow, confident. that's a goal. After how much beer I've had tonight, I'm not confident. Three days today. before the race? I, whatever. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Very cool. So that'll no, be your weekend. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. So yeah, but actually, so we have all the world competitors in Chicago this weekend, which is cool because if you go on the lakefront path, you might actually see yeah. somebody with like a USA jersey or an Ireland mm-hmm. jersey. On or in the lake this whatever. weekend, like just yeah. before, like, cause yeah. they're not doing a lot of running or biking now cause it's taper time, but Swimming, you can. There's a warm up swim. Yeah. Tomorrow or you might, Friday. You might, you might see them out there. So it would be a cool experience. Um, Very cool. Yeah. So that's that's my big deal. But we have an even bigger deal coming on, which is Summit. Is this is going to be our last podcast. Yeah. This is going to be our last podcast before Summit. It is. So if you're at Summit, please look out. So Salk and I are not able to make the summit because of the reasons we mentioned in the last podcast. So you need to listen to that. Hi mom. You're doing a century ride. <laughs> um, but we do have two reps out there looking for interviews. So look for Anya, who's got amazing eyebrows or <laughs> doesn't she? Amazing everything. She does. She, and I she'll live be social. with the woman. She'll be, she'll be running around getting, getting interviews with you or Emily Thompson, who gives, Probably the best hugs in November Project Chicago. I so, don't know. Andy Watt might be a close second. Could be. So Emily Thompson has a better smile the, than Andy Watt. You heard it from Linton. Smile plus hug number one in Chicago. So uh take your interviews from her. Just just she'll be looking for, for sound bites and interviews. Just give it give a give a little sound bite and we'll we'll get you on the fitcast. You could be featured Next to Dean Carnassus. You could. Dean Carnassus. The only time you'll ever be next to him because, <laughs> let's face it, he's going to pass. <laughs> Unless you're Leonard Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, great. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm really excited for everything that's to come. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for our November Project workout this Wednesday. Funs, are you going to be there? Fuck no. Oh, that's right. You're going to be gone. I'm going to be in... New York, so yes. We messed up our ending. If you're from New York, fuck yeah, I'll be there next Wednesday. 
Fuck yeah. If you're from D.C., fuck yeah, I'll be there this Friday. If you're from Boston, fuck yeah, I'll be there this Monday. So uh, go ahead and look for me. I'll be, I'm super tall, super old, and I will be wearing my buff on my head. So. And apparently super handsome, according to Kelly Rice. <laughs> well, she's biased, though. But yes. Uh, Lynn, will you be there next Wednesday? I will be there next Wednesday. No, you're supposed to say Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's work on that. Let's uh, start over. Lynn, will you be there next Wednesday? I'm going to copy of the script. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much and signing off. Hi, welcome to the Hennepin 100. It's Michelle Hartwig, the race director. Go, Kelly! Go, Kelly! Go, Kelly!